Hey, what's up? So I did the main event about a week ago. It's April 4th tonight or t- this morning. Um, and uh, I did the main event on the 25th. It was my first main event of two. And Graham at Trip Boat Captain was with me during the main event on Zoom. And we were just shooting the shit. And um, basically, we recorded the whole thing. So I don't know if I'm going to release that yet. Uh, but he was actually extremely helpful um, to me uh, during the draft. Um, just um, to be a second set of eyes and ears and, and a second set of, of brains, I guess. A second set of brains um, during the main event. Um, and uh, just talk it. We talked things through. And what he did was he actually recorded his own podcast, or well, not his. He re, he, re, he did a recording himself afterwards, um, sort of summarizing what the um, what my thought process was, what our thought process was during that main event. And he recapped it pretty briefly and concisely in in about thir- in about twenty minutes. And he sent it over to me, and I'm like, you know what? Let me just. I might I might put out the recording that we did, which is like three hours during the main event, which could takes takes you through like my thought process, me being happy getting players, being uh, a little annoyed players were going. But um, I don't know if um, I don't know if people are being as interested in that. But I think he did a great job of concisely summarizing it. So um, here we go. I'll um, play it for you guys. I am pumped to be collaborating with Rotoballer for the 2021 baseball season. My Draft Champions podcast will be joining the Rotoballer radio podcast network. For a while now, Rotoballer has been grinding away, providing millions of fantasy baseball fanatics their fix for in-depth MLB analysis, tools, and player news. The site and the team is bigger and better than ever, with articles, tools, and podcasts for everyone, including contributions from me. If you haven't heard... Rotoballer's 2021 MLB Draft Kit is live, and all Draft Champions listeners can get 10% off Rotoballer's Draft Kit by using the discount code CHAMPIONS. Rotoballer is home to number one fantasy pros, accuracy rankers Nick Mariano and Ariel Cohen. Both Nick and Ariel's 2021 rankings and projections are available as part of Rotoballer Premium Draft Kit. Along with printable cheat sheets, our top draft sleepers, more than 300 player outlooks, and tons of great draft tools and in-season tools. All of this premium fantasy baseball goodness from Rotoballer is available for 10% off with the discount code CHAMPIONS. Just go to rotoballer.com backslash radio, get your premium pass today, and win big in 2021. Yo, what is up? It is uh, March 26th, five minutes into just after midnight. Uh, Shrimp Boat Captain here. And I just did something real trippy. Um, it's not all that trippy, but uh, Zach Waxman, Zach Roto, draft champions, just drafted a main event. And he asked me to be his sounding board slash point man as he drafted the team. Um, first of all, I'm blown away that I'm even you know in consideration for that. It's pretty awesome to uh, have a friend who would consider my advice and my thoughts like pertinent and relevant to something that's such a heavy investment and something that's going to be such a big part of his life and his grind for the next six months. So I was just flattered to be there. Um, But second, now that I've done it, that was the fucking best thing ever. Like, I feel high 
<laughs> I'm uh, drinking water and I'm also drinking whiskey because I, I don't really know what my body wants. <laughs> so I'm just going to really quickly break down the, uh, the draft and what we did and what some of our thoughts were as it went down. Um, yeah, this was like the coolest thing ever, man. Like I, Jesus Christ, like I see how people say like once you start playing the NFBC, like all you want to do is play more NFBC and you'll never stop. Because all I want to do right now is like cash and savings and like, I don't know, get some money and go draft my own main event. And this was online. Like I can only imagine what it's like in person. Um, but yeah, I can't do that because I have to be a responsible person. Uh, and I have, you know, life obligations that I can't just throw away in the name of drafting a main. If I was younger, I would totally do it. Um, yeah, so Zach had the 14th pick out of 15, and uh, yeah, he was messaging me beforehand, being like, You have to talk me out of drafting Lou Bob at 17, and I was kind of fearful about that i was like oof like i've seen robert go that high before but i just don't really think that that's a good pick i don't i think that there's better outfielders or similar outfielders that you can get later um he's a straight up yolo pick though because you're competing in an overall and the power speed could be unmatched um i tend to shy away from outfielders like that in the second round because i think that you can get a similar or even better profile with a more stable batting average in the second round or first round of a hitter and someone that you can stick in the in the infield um so yeah like when zach and i started he had a spreadsheet up of who he was targeting and i believe in the first round uh several of the targets were uh bauer nola uh, Giolito, though we didn't expect Giolito to slide. Um, J Ram, Trevor Story. There might have been a couple others, but I think those were the big fish. And yeah, the draft started and went kind of as you'd expect. The ground went 1 1, then Acuna, Tatis, Soto, Betts, uh, Trey Turner. I was kind of surprised to run a hitters there because. Uh, just everything I've heard was that pitching gets pushed up. Um, and I was shocked to not see Cole go in the top three, but Cole went at seven. And then the pitching pitching run began with Shane Bieber going at eight. Uh, Toby Batflip crazy took Giolito. Um, and then Darvish went to Dalton Del Don, who's a known pitching pusher upper slash dra serial drafter um, from Yahoo. Uh, I had this weird pipe dream that Mike Trout was going to fall to 14, and I asked Zach what he would do if Trout was there, and he said, I don't know, but Trout's not going to last, and Trout doesn't really fit my plan. So I was like, hmm, I should be a better helper, not suggest these pipe dreams. Uh, Trout went with the very next pick, and then Yellick, and it was like, oh, man, it's looking good. Like, you are likely to get, you know, one of your targets for sure with Nola, J Ram, Bauer and story on board. And, you know, there's a world where you could probably get 
two and uh, Jose Ramirez went 13. Uh, and Zach had some intel on the guy Schroeder who had picked live in New York with uh, Rob DiPietro. Zach kind of knew that just kind of how he would build his team. So Zach took Trevor Bauer at 14. Um, I love Trevor Bauer this year. I've taken him at 11 in draft and holds. I think the volume's amazing. I don't really care about the pine tire. I think the team context's amazing. Um, I probably would have taken him ahead of maybe not Giolito, but definitely Darvish. Bauer and Giolito are very equal to me. Um, so yeah, the turn went Freeman Lindor and yeah, that left Trevor Story. Left Trevor Story and Austin and Aaron Nola, but um, getting the power speed at the, the shortstop is pretty fucking awesome. And with it being the Rockies, so locked that in. Um, the plan was the whole way to bump Randy up into the third. Uh, as it was coming back, I was just looking at players who were tracking through and I, I asked Zach, what do you do if Maeda was there? And he didn't think he would last. Um, another target was Corbin Burns. Uh, Corbin Burns ended up going to Del Don, the guy who pushes all the pitching up. We were also looking at Merrifield, but Toby took Merrifield. Um, yeah, I grabbed Randy at three. Pretty happy with that. Um, and then we were just looking at different targets and Raphael Devers was up there in my mind. I like, I love Devers. I entertained Devers with a third round pick. Um, Zach was between Devers and Ozuna. I don't see too much difference between the two players. I, uh, I think they're both wonderful professional hitters who will hit four or five in the middle of very, very good lineups. Um, I lean Devers for position and for age. I think that at 24, the best is yet to come. Ozuna could still have a, a wonderful year. Um, but that's basically, he ended up going with Devers. So immediately you've got an ace, a shortstop, a power speed outfielder, and a third baseman. Uh, Zach was hoping that Kettle Marte would last till the fifth. Uh, kind of thought it was a pipe dream. Um, among other targets there, I believe, was Glaber Torres. Uh, yeah, as it went all the way back and then came back to 74. Kettle Marte was there, lo and behold. And the other players that we were looking at there was a closer. And it just so happened that Rafael Iglesias and Trevor Rosenthal were both there when we took Marte. And we just banked on the guy picking at 15, not taking two closers. And he took Iglesias and Mokata, which left Trevor Rosenthal. So basically... The first six picks were scripted and nailed every one of them, which, you know, you're feeling really good, I think. We were feeling really good. Um, the next target that he had in mind was Byron Buxton, just 
unbelievable blend of tools. You could argue basically, you know, Lou Bob only five rounds later. And yeah, we got Buxton in the seventh. Uh, there was a lot of deliberation because we, we were hoping to get Sandy Alcantara there, but Batflip Crazy took him as he built a fairly impressive team. Um, yeah, Buxton Buxton went there, and then on the wrap round, um, Schroeder double-tapped. He's at 15. He double-tapped Paddock and Lance McCullers Jr., which essentially put us in a bit of a bind. Zach had targeted Gossman, and also available was Pablo Lopez. And I brought up Zach Wheeler. I like Wheeler just based on the volume. Um, ultimately, he ended up agreeing with me because he drafted Zach Wheeler over both Lopez and Gosman. Uh, it will be interesting to see how that goes. I love all three players. I think Lopez will pitch less innings, potentially. But I think Wheeler is just extremely safe floor. I like Gossman a lot, but the division kind of worries me, as well as the fact that it's the splitter. Um, and moving along, we were hoping that uh, some sort of catcher would come back, and catchers actually kind of fell. And we ended up being the th taking the third catcher of the draft in the ninth round in Wilson Contreras, which feels like stealing. Um, I mean, uh, the, the at-bats are obviously going to be there and regardless of the DH or not, and I think they're going to be very quality at-bats. So the offense is taking shape. There's lots of power speed, and we've secured. The infield looks good. Still missing a first baseman, but the, uh, the, cat, the catching situation is one of two. Um, Zach loves Tyler Molly. I'm on board with it. I I also love Tyler Molly. Uh, Zach had targeted Tyler Molly, and I basically encouraged him to pick Tyler Molly there. I think he's locked into a rotation spot, has great stuff, and the best is yet to come, especially with Kyle Body being there. A uh, notable pick there was in the 10th round, Emilio Pagan. There's the helium there. He's getting picked in the 10th round. Um, Zach Gallen also went at the end of the 10th round there at 150th overall as Team One's second starting pitcher, which is kind of crazy. But Gallen might be out for two months, and there's no IL spots. Uh, we got... Jared Kalenic in the 11th, which seems like it might be a push-up, but it's also one of those you're trying to win an overall pick. Um, followed it up with Nick Solak. And actually, as the Nick Solak pick was going on, we had uh, Ian Happ in the queue. And Zach was asking me, he's like, you hate the Solak pick, you want Happ. And I was honestly thinking, I I, lo I love both players. Um, Zach elected for Solak just on the speed. Thinks there'll be more speed there and that Texas won't give a shit and they'll run more. Um, ultimately, I think it's the right pick because I think there's more batting average upside and Solak 
um, versus Ian Happ's better. Like he's a leadoff hitter, he'll accumulate. He might have way more power. He could have he could have immense power as a leadoff hitter, but the batting average probably won't be there. So I'm down with the Solak pick. Plus he has second base base eligibility, so he can slot into MI. Um, coming back around in the 13th, uh, we jumped up Freddie Peralta. I love Peralta. I admit I'm kind of out of my depth here as far as like what kind of players need to be pushed up in a room like this, and that was the target. So Zach continues to get players that he wants and that fit his build. Uh, there's just immense strikeout upside there, and he's in the right organization for that kind of pitching development. Um, great pick in the 14th in Mitch Hanniger. And after we took Hanniger, I was thinking out loud, and I said, like, what's the difference between Hanniger and Ian Happ other than the fact that Hanniger might hit for a bat- better batting average? So ultimately passing on Ian Happ seems like the right move, even though Happ's a great player in his own right. Um, coming back in the 15th and 16th, we got, uh, Ty France and Hunter Dozier. Um, I was kind of on Hunter Dozier a little bit earlier in the season, but since I started talking to Zach, he's really sold me on, on Dozier. Uh, guy will have first base, third base and outfield eligibility and will even chip in some steals. So got there. So he got himself a. He got himself a first baseman and a corner guy there. Nice. My computer just went to sleep. I'm talking too long and not moving the mouse. Uh, As the Dozier pick and the France pick, which we needed, Ty France... I actually said, I was like, it's probably Nick Whitgren time because I kind of think he's the closer in Cleveland. Um, we didn't really think he'd make it back, but he did make it back. So we got Nick Whitgren and then probably one of our favorite pitchers in the world and TJ Antone. He's probably coming at a bit of a discount right now because of his injury and the unclear role. It looks like he's going to open in the bullpen, but if he gets to start, those are high-quality innings with a lot of strikeouts. Um, coming back in the 19th, took Jose Alvarado as a spec closer slash great ratios. He looks like a bulldog right now. I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, ends up closing for Philly. Um, 20th round, Kyle Seeger, and 21st round, Brad Keller. And we'll lump the 22nd round pick of Randall Grichuk in there. These guys are just kind of oatmeal, and we were tracking on the uh, the spreadsheet there. It looked like we were a little bit behind in power, so that's why we picked Grichuk. That might be a bit of a mistake. Um, they open against the Yankees and get Garrett Cole, and just not entirely sold on the playing time and the skill set. There could have been better places to go with that. Um Personal favorites of mine include Cedric Mullins and Avisil Garcia, though I'm not sure uh, Zach's on board with that. He loves Alex Dickerson, though, and that one he went after, so as well as Ahmed Rosario. Just nice shortstop outfield upside play, but 
ultimately the pick was Grichuk and got to live with that. Um, I stepped out and Zach had taken Logan Webb and I think David Bednar, uh, closer spec and Bednar and Webb has been pitching unreal in spring right now and looks like he's got a rotation spot. Um, it's an easy drop if it doesn't work out and can just like stream around play matchups. Um, in the 25th, got Jerickson Profar, and then in the 26th, got Austin Slater. Just really nice power speed upside to throw darts at. In the 27th, got Adrian Morihone, and then in the 28th, Zach got his boy Brendan Rogers. Um, it's tough holding both Kalinick, Kalnick and Rogers on the uh i like holding them on a bench with no il but kelnick might be up right away and the upside on rogers especially given that we don't have a backup shortstop is that he could be the shortstop if story were to get hurt and finally we closed out with uh ronald guzman just a spec for some power and potentially a first baseman in texas and Victor Caratini, uh, catching spec. Uh, that'll do it for now. It felt fun to run through this. I I like the team. Um, the The heavy lifting comes now as Zach has to play against the best players in the world and uh, make fab moves and win. <laughs> I would be unbelievably happy if he won. Even if he just wins the league, that'd be so cool. Uh, this was so fun. I feel this high, <laughs> but yeah, drafting in the main event is something that I would love to do at some point in my life. Uh, yeah, you know, signing off shrimp boat captain out. <laughs>